Guruji was very particular that if you are learning Manipuri, then you must visit and see Manipur and to imbibe the very spirit of Manipuri dancing. The student has to know the root of their dance life. Namaste and welcome to Indian Artpreneur by Kala Tapasya. I'm Sohini Karant. I'll be your host and your company. On today's episode, we have one of the four Javeri sisters whose name has been associated with the performing arts of Manipur. She has dedicated seven decades of her life in preservation of classical dance of Manipur. She has been awarded Patma Shri, Sangeet Natak Academy Award and several honors. Presenting Padma Shri Guru Darshana Javeri. Namaste ma'am and welcome to Indian Artpreneur. My first question to you is, how did it feel to be the first non-Manipuris to perform Manipuri dance at the Govindji temple at the Royal Palace of Nepal? And how did this happen? You know, in uh, 1958, Guruji taught, Guruji means Slavar Guruji, Guru Vipin Singh, that we four sisters, Naina, Ranjana, Suvarna, and myself, Darshana, I'm the youngest of the four sisters. We were ready to perform before the public. So he thought that we should perform for the first time in Manipur, in Govindji temple. So he arranged through Brahma Sabha, you know, there is a system there, institution connected to Royal Palace. So he arranged through that Brahma Sabha our uh, dedicating our Manipuri dance in front of uh, the idols of Sri Govindji, Lord Krishna and Srimati Radha. So then they have two idols. So he took the four sisters to Manipur. Then we, we were the first non-Manipuris to perform in that temple. So we were so fortunate and it was a wonderful experience. Amazing, really. I really feel that we felt so elated and in front of the devotees in the audience on three sides, audience uh, was sitting and as well as uh, Guruji was playing the drum along with other drummer and other musicians. And even uh, the people, some people from Royal Palace, they were also attending and the people of Brahmasabha. So it was such a satisfying feeling. And uh, I think Govindji's blessings are there with me as well as with our sisters and Guruji. That since then, we started our career as Manipuri dancers. So after performing in Govindji temple, we performed in uh, two, three theatres in Imphal. And then we performed in the Manipuri villages in the Kachar district adjacent to Manipur. And uh, then all over India, all over the world. And uh, I think till today, you know, more than 60 years, we are still performing. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm so blessed, I feel fortunate that Gomingi's uh, blessings are there. You lived in Mumbai when you were a child. And how did you come in contact with classical dance of Manipur? 
and what inspired to take up manipur itself and not any other form you know during 40s when we started that was the time of revivalism of india and uh, due to uh, mahatma gandhi as well as gurudev tagore the young generation was inspired to revive our ancient culture of dance and music and uh, at that time in 43 our guruji guru bipin singh he came to bombay and he first he directed dance drama manipuri portion in the gujarati dance drama at that time my two elder sisters naina and ranjina they they took part and they came in contact with guru bipin singh and in 43 and then in 47 we two a younger sister suvarna and myself darshana we joined them we emulated them and uh, since then you know the the way uh, guruji uh, was teaching us and his scholarly attitude his creative ability that also uh, attracted us and uh, manipuri dance style because of its lyricism devotional character it suited to our body our aptitude our psyche and uh, guruji also thought that, that we were the right disciples having that typical grace required for manipuri and we also thought that guruji was the uh, right guru for us so we chose manipuri only otherwise we had all the opportunities to learn um of course at that time kathak and kathakali so i learned kathak little bit and my elder sister she learned kathakali also so we were attracted to manipuri only so i want to know what are the qualities of manipuri dance that you don't see in other classical dance form you know manipuri is one of the most graceful and lyrical classical dance styles of india the movements are rounded diagonal continuous one mingling into another like the waves of the sea the swaying of the torso along with the neck is very important the figure of eight in in our wrist movements or in our neck movements or in our torso movements that is very important the vertical movement of the body the up and down we say ipom ipom is the waves waves of the sea while dancing that it should give that impression it's graceful lyrical and continuity is there so and the hands and neck follow the movements of the um, uh, body and um, the then the two main divisions are lasya the feminine which is delicate and graceful and tandava the masculine which is uh, forceful and vigorous here we have all these restriction keeping the knees together or uh, vertical movement of the body uh, is there in krishna tandava which is the counterpart of lasya except that it has more of jumping and sitting movements and we also have cholam tandava cholam tandava is um, a dance with the drum and the basic posture is different having a little uh, the, the knees and feet little apart but more forceful movements of cholam but um, it's a highly developed dance style kum cholam kartal cholam 
and uh, this uh, dance radha krishna dance of raslila so these are the main uh, basic uh, style and so these are the these two distinct divisions we can see in manipuri dance what was your experience when you visited manipur for the first time uh guruji was very particular that if you are learning manipuri then you must visit and see manipur and to imbibe the very spirit of manipuri dancing so first he sent my two elder sisters i was we were very small the younger two sisters but in 1949 naina and ranjina guruji sent them to manipur to stay with a very famous guru guru amit singh for 6 months just to imbibe how they live how they teach how they dance so it it was a very wonderful experience for them also and in 1956 guruji took we four sisters to manipur to show our dancing especially our five bhangi parang the traditional compositions in front of the three main gurus there in manipur guru amudil singh uh, guru atamba singh and uh, guru amudon sharma so these three gurus we performed five bhangi parangs in front of them and we received their blessing so that was my first visit to manipur but we four of us you know at that time we really we were so impressed that uh, we saw the how dance and music were interwoven in the lives of the people of manipur how gurus and artists they dedicated their lives for lord krishna and radha as well as to their art and how in temple courtyards the devotees they used to, they used to witness the performances and experience that uh, in ecstatic joy bhakti ras and uh, it was wonderful you know when we used to uh, see the sankirtan or rasleela people from the the devotees from the audience they used to come inside the arena they lay prostrate before the artist and to show their gratitude to give them that uh, um, experience of bhakti ras as well as the artistic experience so they used to uh, cry also and offer their cloth or money that is a system but it's wonderful you, you can see that devotional fervor there for the for krishna so that as well as the uh, natural atmosphere the dilated lilting bamboo trees or uh, the rice fields and uh, the uh, different performances you know throughout the year there is something or the other going on and because dance and music is so much interwoven in the lives of the people and the emotional and graceful uh, dance style of manipur all these impressed us so much that we decided that we will devote dedicate our selves our lives for the preservation propagation and perpetuation of a uh, classical manipuri dance could you walk us through your journey of spreading the manipuri dance form since 1958 we have uh, started performing all over india all over the world privately as well as under government cultural delegations and uh, practically once in two years we used to go 
between foreign countries we had more than 40 40 or 50 tours foreign tours and so many countries and through research work through writing through interviews in radios television was not much there at that time but afterwards of course and uh, uh, writing articles or uh, publishing books or um, we we established three institutions in manipur in artanala in mumbai bombay uh, calcutta and manipur so in order to channelize our different activities of teaching creative production performances or uh, publications research work and uh, touring a lot so all these we were quite involved full time in this activity of spreading the classicism of manipuri dancing all over the uh, all over india as well as all over the world for last more than 60 years <laughs> ma'am what are the qualities of guru bipin singh that inspired you the most as a young dancer you know guru ji had really special quality of uh, impressing anybody students parents and since the parties i remember you know wherever he used to go for tuitions or teaching he will really impress the parents also so that they will uh, encourage their children and uh, his way of teaching his uh, scholastic attitude his creative ability that also you know kept all the children all the students very much involved and interested and you know he had uh, two sides as on the gurus have he he on one side he was very strict very disciplined even short tempered but on the uh, at the other hand he was so kind and so caring and always helpful to the students and he will share his knowledge whoever comes bharatnatyam wala any any from any dance style and whoever wants to know he just he will say everything and he will give his books also so much and he was that so much you know he was not educated he didn't go to school only fourth standard so but he had so much passion for knowledge and especially for shastras that's why we collected lot of shastras and uh, his memory was so sharp we used to study shastras together he used to remember which aspect which uh, element is in which uh, book and uh, on which page he used to remember everything so that was wonderful and then you know when he used to compose as a creative person also he, he was a uh, you know creative dancer a very good dancer scholar teacher while teaching and composing also he was a musician also singer he could uh, even compose poems also literary and uh, you know that way while he was composing it was so interesting because i was very much with him for many years from the beginning from this 50s for more than 40 years 50 years i i was together uh, helping him assisting him in all his work of study research composing devising course all that so it was uh, wonderful and i used to see 
how while practicing uh, even the other our students young girls in manipur you know when he was uh, uh, he was present there then then children used to the students used to get so much of uh, inspiration and enthusiasm the way he used to make them dance and uh, you know especially in acrobatic movements he will make them compete with each other and instead of doing 10 she will take 50 chakras you know like like that the whole atmosphere was charged with positivity that enthusiasm and each uh, student will feel can i mean i will do better than uh, other one and uh, so even if he was very strict to the children as well as uh, to the uh, senior student when he he used to encourage children very much but to the uh, elder students senior students he used to be very strict and he never appreciated because he wanted them to do hard work so that they can uh, get perfection in the dance movements so so that was his quality and the way in manipur i remember when we used to practice or when guru ji used to compose the gurus and artists used to sit there to see because they used to enjoy while guru ji was dancing or composing and it was such a wonderful experience for them also so they they could really value and his knowledge his creative creativity and he used to tell stories for hours from you on believe from 6 o'clock in the morning till 10 in the night artists gurus used to come talk sit see our practice see discuss he used to you know his way of discussing for impressing them explaining to them how we are doing how uh, uh, i should demonstrate and guru used to explain that how that particular element is done in tradition of ras and sankirtan and how taking the root in the tradition how he has composed for the theater keeping in mind the demands of the modern theater you know so many it's because in in a temple it goes on for 8 hours we have to bring to um, one and a half or two hours all the classical elements then in each item the audience is devotional there here we have different audience expecting the quality of dance the the uh, of each dancer also so in different ways it, it is different to perform in the temple and to perform in the theater in proscenium stage so so all these demands according to that he composed different uh, items taking root in the tradition so that all those things were it was a great struggle and it was a great experience for me also to be with guru ji to work with him and everybody you know whether he is uh, so much strict or short tempered stay students loved him respected him and wanted to be his favorite so oh. that was the <laughs> mom you've learned different art forms of manipur from different gurus so uh, tell us how learning from different gurus helped you shape as a young dancer and do you think it's important to learn from several gurus in the manipuri dance in manipur as i told the child grows 
in the atmosphere of dance and music it is dance and music are so much one with the lives of the people of manipur and uh, you know they had of course ancient uh, religion worshiping village gods ancestors and household deities and in lai haroba festival which goes back to 2000 years they have uh, maimis the priestesses they describe the primitive concept of cosmology through different hand gestures the creation of earth creation of human body and different activities of men through hand gestures this this is the traditional dance 2000 years old of course uh, that in that laihorava also they have this martial arts tanka and they dances with the sword and spear so now this tradition is still there now also but before 300 years they adopted uh, gaudiya vaishnavism the devotional cult of hinduism mm-hmm. founded by chaitanya mahaprabhu so since then they have uh, created rasleela the dance dramas and sankirtan sankirtan is the form of an invocation worshiping krishna radha and they have to highly developed forms of pung cholam dance with the drum and kartal cholam dance with the big cymbals so this sankirtan is performed at each and every social occasion right from the birth of a child till death all this karnaved or annaprashan or thread ceremony upanayan or marriage or death or shraddha so in each and every social occasion they have to perform sankirtan plus they have the prasleela seven rasleelas are there so and many festival dances means in holi or in ratha yatra club dance or in julan yatra symbol dance then this thamta uh, song and spear dance in october so each and every month they have something or the other and different dance forms now guruji was very particular that i must learn these all these forms basics of all this form so whenever i used to go to manipur once in a year or once in two years and used to stay there for three four months so at that time he used to arrange each guru specialized in each particular form so i started of course i started learning playing the drum from 58 1958 and whenever i used to go to manipur there also i used to learn and here in bombay also and uh, uh, then uh, dance with the drum with the other guru then uh, dance with tal uh, the big cymbals that form is different then dances of rasleelas uh, traditional dances and uh, the songs of rasleela the very great uh, dancer and singer uh, sutradhari khetki tomi devi uh, whom we had uh, invited in 58 to bombay so uh, in record the oral tradition and uh, there also i learned from from her then maibi maibi that is the live dance pieces of uh, uh, dance you dance in lahoraba that also i learned from one uh, maibi the male maibi uh, kumar maibi and uh, of course uh, witnessing all these festivals whenever i used to go in different times we had i had the opportunity to see different so that helped me so much to give that basic knowledge of all the dance forms and because guruji's compositions guruji took inspiration from 
this Kum Cholong, Katal Cholong, means dances of Sankirtan and of course Raslina. So, for doing these compositions also, we uh, needed, and, uh, and I got that the foundation and knowledge of all these forms. So it was very helpful, very much helpful, helpful for me in composing, in teaching, in performing. For uh, other, other styles also, we feel and I also strongly believe that if uh, the students are learning Manipuri wherever, they must visit Manipur once. To imbibe this spirit, to see all these dance forms, of course, if they can learn, it is good. But at least to witness, to see the Sankirtan or Raslila in the temple, in that atmosphere, how it is charged with Bhaktiras, devotional fervor. How people are so much involved. And, you know, when they see the Raslila, they, they uh, feel that they are so fortunate to have darshan of Krishna and Radha. You know, that feeling that which we we don't have chance to see in the cities. So that that is still there. And it is wonderful. And I really feel and I believe strongly believe that whoever learns Manipuri has to visit Manipur and witness all these. <laughs> Ma'am, you have done enormous research work on classical dance forms of Manipur. What made you look deeper into the art forms and could you tell our listeners the importance of research and theory in classical dance? And why one must do it? You know, from the beginning, I always tell that our Manipuri dance activities are, have been always research-oriented. Since 50s, because of Guruji also, he was also, that he had that scholastic mind. He was not educated still, but he had that passion. And since 50s, we used to collect the, because Vaishnavite Sangeet Shastras are the basis. Because in 18th century, when Maharaja Bhagya Chandra adopted Gaudiya Vaishnavism, along with it, the Shastras came, the Puranas, Shastras, the uh, Padavali literature. And of course, they had their existing dance forms in Manipur. But then this um, Maharaja Bhagya Chandra, he encouraged, he uh, inspired and collected the gurus and pandits and scholars to create this Raslila and Sankirtan, taking inspiration from the Shastra. So this uh, tradition since uh, 18th century, it has been the oral tradition as well. The gurus were not, uh, even during last hundred years, gurus were not uh, following or they could not read the Sanskrit. Uh, uh, it was in, uh, uh, Shastras were in Sanskrit, all these Vaishnavite Sangeet Shastras, and written in uh, Bengali script. But, you know, for last hundred years, this tradition, this rich tradition has come orally with the Guru Shishya Parampara. So, huh? So that's why, you know, we have been now, today, we have been able to get this knowledge of Sankirtan and Raslila. So much of, uh, you know, it's a storehouse of uh, talas, rhythm patterns, songs. So we studied 
the shastras vaishnava shastras as well as ancient indian texts in since 50s huh? and then we recorded the oral tradition from many gurus who were specialized in each aspect um especially raslila and sankirtan so i must be having now the recordings of about uh, 150 hours it's very rare collection the oral tradition and then the gurus were no more and we had invited two gurus here in bombay in 58 and recorded a lot the ditaal bols of mudanga as well as the songs of raslila and in whenever i used to go to manipur we used to uh, call uh, gurus and record i used to take machines with me and there we used to record now it's it was very rare so that was guruji's far sightedness and really now it's not it's all gone forgotten but nobody is using those uh, talas or rhythm patterns so it's it is very rare and then what happened after collecting from different gurus guruji also used to go to each guru and write down and after re- recording the oral tradition we correlated this oral tradition with the shastras vaishnava shastras and uh, found out established the scientific tenets underlying the oral tradition after correlating it and then taking root in it first we uh, devised the 6 year course 6 and 8 year course and then guruji composed items for the theater because that was our main aim that was our main work to bring dances from the temples to the theater so all these compositions developing each classical element in each composition and broadening the horizon of classical manipuri dancing so that is that has been our work that has been our research work to bring dances from the temples to the theater so it was very much necessary and i really feel that in all the dance styles whatever uh, gharana whatever style uh, each dance style has different gharanas also so the student has to know the root of their dance style any style uh, respectively and uh, because you know these shastras are the basis you know the, the different uh, uh, classical elements like uh, Uh, divisions of nartana nritya nritya the pure dance nritya the interpretative dance or natya the mm-hmm. histrionic representations four abhinayas or uh, lasya and tanda the divisions or uh, you know the rasa rasa theory the uh, nine rasas or naika bhedas so all these are in shastras so one has to study shastra in any style each style has so much richness because it has root in the shastra of course natya shastra is the um, main shastra uh, root of all the classical dance styles but each is afterwards developed you know now each deshi system is affected by their geography or history or customs and all that but the root is in natya shastra or abhinayadarpan and especially in manipur we have vaishnava shastras which have taken inspiration from the 
ओल्ड एंशन शास्त्र नाट्य शास्त्र अभिनय दर्पण संगीत रत्नाकर foundation we were really fortunate because you know we have these three institutions and that research work and we have been doing for last uh, so many years 40 50 years we did so we were fortunate to get grant in aid from ford foundation of new york for four projects we had collection of ancient uh, original manuscripts on talas or and uh, raslinas so that we microfilmed it and then audio video of all the dances of our 6 years course in which we have traditional dances also as well as uh, how systematically gurudi has put uh, in the talas the rhythm patterns uh, each tala has series of rhythm patterns parens on each different tala stantepen to chautal bhupak surpak dashkosh charta like that so that we have in our course also as well as the dances of raslila as well as the different compositions of guruji taking root in the tradition uh, we as uh, all the items are also uh, there in the course as well as other than course also different uh, solo duet group items so all these we could record under fort foundation that we recorded in 89 1989 so now stay now if we want to refer to anything we we just uh, refer to those recordings we can teach we can perform also so all those recordings are there then this uh, two and then uh, publication of books three three to four books we published under ford foundation otherwise we have 18 publications uh, we our institution manipuri nartanala but the four books were published under ford foundation of uh, one or two were on uh, shastras this vaishnavite uh, shastras the important portions which are referred to our dances referred to those uh, three books shastra that we translated and published under ford foundation and um, of course books on bhangi uh, parang and the bowls also and the songs also so it was very much helpful and uh, one was research project of uh, 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 correcting and uh, whatever in- inaccuracy was there in the uh, padavali language padavali songs of raslilas because these singers from whom we uh, recorded so much this sutradhari khetri tambide she 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 didn't know how to write or read she was that way not but she she had remembered so many songs of uh, five seven ras leelas and of uh, different gurus um, uh, if it is krishna bisar then this guru had this uh, version the other guru had this version like that she remembered all this but you know she didn't know the uh, this uh, padavali language 
inaccuracy, the uh, wrong words are there. So that took the research work to correct, to edit those Rasilila songs. So that was means four projects we did. What do you think dancers or gurus of our generation should do in order to preserve the rich traditions of our classical dance? Next what? Because uh, I think, of course, the best way is Guru Shishya Parampara. And that's how, because of that only, because it's still now in Manipur, they have gurus, uh, the students go to Guru's house and they learn day and night, they serve gurus. They, there is no uh, question of giving money or taking the knowledge. It's not like that. And they serve gurus and gurus teach them. And that, that bond is special bond. It's lasting. And it's so strong, that relationship between Shishya and Guru. And that's why, you know, because of Guru Shishya Parampara, we, for this last hundred years, because of uh, this oral tradition, we have been able to get, keep all this knowledge. We get this knowledge now. But still, of course, in present age, it is difficult in the cities. Uh, because uh, children also don't have that uh, aptitude or time, or and they learn also not full time. But but I feel that if the gurus are knowledgeable, the students are really interested, sincere, talented, hardworking, then they can preserve the whatever traditional things guruji gurus have as well as the, by taking advantage of modern technology, also they can record or uh, can preserve uh, tradition, filming or recording or uh, the audio or video. That, that advantage is there now. So that I think they should take advantage. If there is one thing that you would like to tell to the dancers who are in the teaching profession, what would it be? What is your advice? I feel that it's a great responsibility in present age for the teachers to preserve whatever gharana, whatever style, whatever they have learned or acquired from their gurus to teach to the students and to continue the legacy. And teachers must have that foundation, basic foundation of the style, the, the shastras, the literature, and the other aspects of that particular dance style. So that they can uh, create also, if they have that strong foundation of the tradition, because tradition has to be there mm. to create new to develop or furthering the horizon of any particular dance style. The teachers must have that root in uh, that. And I think teacher should inculcate the values in, in, in our lives to the students. It is very much necessary. You know, teaching the technique and making them master of that particular dance style with hard work, with years of riyas and sincerity, that is not enough. That is important, of course, very important. But still, 
teachers should make the students aware of the importance of dance and music in our life it's very much necessary especially in present age because dance has capacity to give happiness of course but gives the peace and happiness and harmony and balance energy creativity to a person and the way to get experience or to uplift their soul that is very much important and i think with perfection and in full involvement in the dance activity and perfection of the movements if we give to a dancer herself that uh, spiritual joy and then only she can uh, transmit or give experience of that aesthetic aesthetic experience the rasanan in the onlooker in the audience and that is i think the main purpose of any art form to give that ultimate that aesthetic experience that has brahmananda sahodari sena rasananda that rasananda so i think teacher should make students to go on this right path to attain this enlightenment in their life thank you so much ma'am for taking the time to speak with us and impart your knowledge to all of us it was inspiring to converse with you i am i am truly humbled thank you thank you thank you so much uh, to uh, kala tapasya it's wonderful series and i really feel fortunate to be part of it i'm obliged and thank you also thank you so so i hope this interview with guru padmashri darshana jhaveri was insightful and hope all of you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and for more information log on to our website www.kalatapasya.com we will catch up soon on our next episode where we shall be bringing more interesting stories from performing artists of india kalatapasya <laughs>